Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Scott, that's Dave, and my cat lost his fucking mind right now. Anyway. <laughs> he's looking at me, what do you want? <laughs> no, he's making he's, he's singing, singing the song of his people to me right now, so I'm not sure what that means. The food dish <laughs> must look like it's about to be critically low. It means um, his flying saucer is ready to land. And pick it him might up. be, it might be. Um, um, today's <laughs> review is we are continuing with animation. And going into The Hobbit, uh, Rankin Bass um, will be our yeah. Rankin Bass's Hobbit. <laughs> will be. How do you will plural be, that damn thing? Yeah, wow. Filthy Hobbits <laughs> will be our, uh, <laughs> our review this afternoon. <laughs> so stick around for that. But um, first off, as I say, Dave, you got anything that's been happening that you. Uh, <sighs> No, I was looking for stuff, but I think we talked about it before. Yeah, it, it, it's no, been I, kind I of couldn't a, think of anything. I, I, it's I, been kind I, of a slow just, week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've kind of had my head in other areas. Usually, I mm-hmm. I plunge around in YouTube and see what I can find to complain right. about or to bring up and somebody and bitch about. about. But, you know, and I just didn't have time to to do any of that. I mean, I okay. tried. Um, I didn't have anything. How about you? Well, um, since this is. Um, we're coming up on our October episodes, which last October yeah. we did a bunch of horror films. Um, mm-hmm. It's fortunate enough to catch James Wan's Malignant on HBO Max. Now, yeah, okay. Um, if you are a fan of The Conjuring, Saw, mm-hmm. um, this is this is James Wan. This is not Aquaman, which still surprises me. They gave him Aquaman, but he did a good job with it. But wait, the guy who did Saw did Aquaman? Yeah, yeah, James Wan. Yeah. Wow. Okay. He can, build, he can build tension and suspense and can really he's got he's got a way with things. So um okay. but this movie um was written by he and his wife. Um mm-hmm. and I can't this is a movie that I can't really talk about without completely spoiling it. Even the slightest little thing will spoil this movie. So doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother <laughs> you. If you're not planning on watching it, I will spoil it. So Everybody, if you don't want to know about Malignant, pause right now, and I will have show notes telling you where to skip ahead to for that. Has it, um, it's only been on HBO Max for a couple of days, right? A couple of days, yeah, since Friday. Okay. that's a, I will let you spoil away, my friend. Okay. Spoil away. Right. I'm so interested. This, this is, to me, when I watched this movie, this was 1980s horror at its best. It's really? batshit. It's batshit crazy. It doesn't matter that things don't make sense um, or not possible. It's just fucking cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen King approached this subject before in a story called "The Dark Half" about somebody dealing with a parasitic twin that their mm-hmm. other body absorbed, and it would talk to them and stuff. This okay. involves the main character Madison, whose real name is Emily, and she was born with a parasitic twin on the back of her head, with full arms and legs okay and as a child they end up removing that but they couldn't remove the head part because it still had the brain and was using madison's brain so they they split her skull open and push the head inside so it stays inside her head and just to make a long story short her twin's name was gabriel i know it's batshit crazy isn't it i see you laughing that's what this is why this movie works gabriel awakens and he literally well, course, rips open the back of her head and takes over her body. So her body is now moving backwards and he attacks. 
with a contorted backwards body, which they used a contortionist to to right. film. It, it is absolutely amazing. Um, the, the violence in this is is insane. Uh, Gabriel goes on a killing spree in a police station, and I think he kills like thirty cops barehanded, and they're shooting and everything. It's it's nuts. Um, it's it's absolutely crazy. Um, is he supposed to have like? demon powers and be bulletproof here's here's, here's the thing he's not bulletproof but he's super fast he communicates through radio waves none of this none of this is explained which is fine this is like fuck you this sounds cool so thank you james wan for doing something that was fun uh this movie is a trip it is a trip and a half because this woman thinks figure out the head being pushed back this woman thinks that uh she's just uh psychic and she's seeing these right. visions of people being killed she doesn't realize her body's actually there because oh, gabriel okay. is able to induce she's not a even aware of what's going on she has no idea so okay. you spend the first two-thirds of the movie mm-hmm. um thinking that she's psychic or it's an imaginary friend or some sort of demon, right. only to find out it's really her and it is freaky um it's it's good. I don't have a lot to say on it other than I just spoiled the hell out of what actually happens. And it was a shocker to me when um, her younger sister found videotapes from Madison's early days in the hospital. And that's when you finally see the uh, the the twin with its arms and everything hanging off her back and attacking. Uh, <laughs> it is gross. It is it is it is fucking wonderful. <laughs> have you ever seen no, this is just real quick because we, we got to get into today's show. <laughs> I told you it was bad shit crazy. And I, oh. I recommend everybody to watch this because if you love, love 80s. And this is, here's the thing. In the 80s, they were, they were not afraid to do something bad shit crazy. Let's put yeah. security robots in a mall. Let's, let's do some weird, <laughs> weird ass shit. Um, you know, let's have a trans um person killing people at summer camp just out of the blue uh you know it's just why not uh there's a movie in the 90s or early 2000s i think called darkness falls it deals with the tooth fairy it reminded me of this that's actually really good that's in our queue cat and i have watched that really enjoyed it i love darkness falls yeah that is a really good show i forgot that's that's a weird one too and i like stuff like that and that's that's when somebody it's a shame it took james wan this many years uh-huh. To get this many blockbusters under his belt to be allowed to just play. To just do uh, something crappy that just, should have been done early on. <laughs> yeah. This didn't do well at the box office, but I guarantee this movie will turn into a cult movie. It is so freaking like awesome. It. It's, I can't, it, it hit my top 10 of, of movies. So it's. <laughs> what it sounds like is, uh, is not the running man. Um, uh, what the hell? Total Recall? Yeah, the guy takes off the the shirt and he's got the other guy growing on him. Yeah, that's the psychic. Yeah. Or uh, uh, the Venture Brothers, where the father has got he's got yes. his twin inside of him. Yeah, that's this. Ha- <laughs> that's it's just taking- what I was picturing when you were saying they're like, what the hell? What's this guy watch one too many Venture Brothers cartoons? Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just it's just taking a crazy idea and just running with it and not caring. It's, oh, but the production was great. The way it was shot was wonderful. The sound yeah. design. James Wan can make you jump right off a fucking couch. Um, a lot of right. people in the horror community hate jump scares. Right. I think there is a place for them. If that's all you're relying on is a quick burst of music and stuff. Right. 
it does get old, but just <clears throat> lightly sprinkled in, they're wonderful. They that's, to jumpstart your heart. That's why I think the the first. I I don't know that I've seen any of the other Elm Streets, but the very first one, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, had jump scares, but it also had a whole lot of tension. Yes. Like I remember sitting in the theater with my friends and we were watching it and they do the jump scare and everybody, ah, but then you'd have like very tense moments. Like I think the girl's walking down the hospital corridor and you see the body laying there and then all of a sudden the legs lift up and the body's dragged. Oh, that's in the school. Yeah, yes. Yeah. There's like, yeah, well, the school. Um, but there's like just weird stuff going on. You're like, are they dreaming? Are they awake? What, yeah. what is going on? And that really led to, if you got that jump scare, it was well-intended. It was deserved. Yeah. But it was yeah. also like a lot of, I mean, they're building you up mm-hmm. for it the whole time. It was a good, good, good James movie. Wan can really do that. And and I yeah. enjoy watching his movies. Um, I don't think there were any jump scares in Aquaman. But other than that. <laughs> What's his name's acting? I don't know. Aquaman <laughs> wasn't bad. Did you watch it? Uh, I, I'm having a real hard time getting... It's not bad. Uh, I understand I just, he's not he's not what what you would have thought because not it, what I grew up with. Exactly, well, hey, he's not what I grew up with. Uh, but I didn't hate him in Justice League, right? The the uh, Zack Snyder's version of Justice yeah. League. So you may like you uh, may like James Wan's Aquaman. Gonna, gonna have to take a look at Aquaman. Uh, I I just keep putting it off because I don't like the the red haired woman that's in it. She's just oh. got too much baggage. That woman's just oh, got too the, much the one who was actually the domestic abuser, not the abusee. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, she the one who tried to take out Johnny. Depp. Find out. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's not what. That's not yeah. what was happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That one. Uh, but the, I, I had problems yeah. with her before that, and then all this came out, and I'm like, well, you're just, you're just a whole bag of love, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just a, a bundle of, of joy. Yeah. Like, everybody should be hanging out with you. You're, yeah. you're a party. Hollywood needs to clean its. They, they never will. They've gotten worse. No. Yeah, you know? I, I would agree with that. I would agree with but, that. But um, I don't, I might just, uh, really don't want to, but I, there, a part of me wants to be the completest and watch the DC right. movies. Uh, so I'll probably wind up watching it. Just don't know. When. I still got to get to Superman. Um, the Superman ones. I haven't watched those. Which ones? Like the original ones? No, the latest ones. Um, what was that? <laughs> that was my phone. Oh, okay. um, sorry. Uh, the the latest ones with um, damn who, Cavill? who's in it? Cavill. Henry yeah. Cavill. I think with Cavill. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't seen those. I think Man of Steel or something. Yeah. I had a hard time with those. I had a real hard time with those. I really did. Oh, um, it's yeah. And I used to blame Cavill for it. I used to sit there and say, oh, this guy really was horrible. But I really don't think a lot of it was his fault. I, I, if I had a chance, if I was that damn good looking as him mm-hmm. and somebody came up to me and said, hey, how would you like to be Superman? You got the build for it. We got a costume here for yeah. you. You're going to be Superman. I'd be like, shit, yeah. And then I'd go read the script. And I have a feeling that may have been what happened with him. Yeah. yeah. Like he I mean, he's a good actor all him. around. I've seen yeah, a lot um, of good, in a lot of good things. It had good, good parts. There mm. were parts of the Superman, the two Superman movies that I liked, because uh, I think it was, I think it was Man of Steel and then Batman versus Superman or Superman Batman. I've Is seen that. that. I have I seen that one. But I haven't them, seen. Right? Okay. Then I have one where then Wonder maybe... Woman comes in and yeah, they yeah, that was kill. in Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moments in that one I really liked. Um, I did too. Ben Affleck. I, 
I didn't. Yeah. Ben Affleck was the best part of the second movie. Well, and Godot, Godot, when she throws on that Wonder Woman and she's, you know, yeah. I think she's got the, the, the whip and she's like spinning her rope and bullets mm-hmm. are bouncing off the rope too. It's like, Oh, that's pretty cool. You don't see that. But yeah, I uh, go into him. It's not the Superman that, you know, I mean, right. as, as soon as he commits murder, I'm just like, wait, what? Why? Yeah. No, Superman wouldn't yeah. do that. Back in the 30s, maybe he'd throw a guy off a cliff. I know Shazam would do it. I mean, Captain Marvel would throw a guy off a freaking cliff in a heartbeat, especially in those old serials. Dude, if you haven't watched the old Captain Marvel serials, you have to watch them. They are. He just jumps down, throws a guy off a cliff. Man. I remember watching. <laughs> like, holy crap. As a child, I remember watching that. And then you had the ISIS power hour or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. These are these aren't those ones. Oh, these are before the, the Shazam ISIS Power Hour. Yeah, that's what I remember. It was really cool. I I enjoyed that. That, that woman, um, she's a she owns her own corporation now, like some kind of investment yeah. firm or something. She's she was smart as a whip. She did her time, did a couple of movies, and retired. Let me let me interject before I forget. Um, and this is one of the things that it's just a little thing that just needles at me and just I really mm-hmm. hate. Isis is also a goddess in Egyptian yes. mythos, um, yes. and this is an old character. So when I was watching Legends of Tomorrow, and who when Isis clearly shows up and they won't uh-huh. call her that, I was like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me!" Yeah, it's Isis. Yeah. Well, Own it. It's because yeah, but you know yeah, what? I, we the, know the why, thing, but still, the thing that's been around for forty thousand years before these assholes showed yes, up, yes, in white Toyota, suddenly <laughs> you're not allowed to say the name. No, I'm sorry. That that's mm. no, that doesn't work that way. Yeah, it, it, that's not how it's <laughs> supposed to work. But um, th- these are the old serials from the 30s and 40s. Oh wow, I had no 40, idea, dude. I gotta look those 45. up. Five. Oh, they might still have them on YouTube. Um, cool. They're pretty good. They're, they're pretty Damn. freaking good. I mean, he awesome. jumps down. He does the thing. He's supposed to be the kid and does the Shazam yeah. thing. Uh, but I just remember one or two shows where he he lands and some guys trying to shoot him. He takes him. And he throws the guy off the cliff. And this cliff, this guy's, you know, they're showing the picture where he's like a half mile up. And you're like, that guy didn't survive that fall. <laughs> Captain Shazam will kill somebody fucker quick. <laughs> Damn. But, but I like uh, I like the Shazam movie. That was good. I yeah, want to watch the, the second the one. The Shazam movie was really good. I love pretty much every bit about it. Um, that's, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that was, uh, that was really good. Yeah. I think so. It's gonna be good. Shall we get to our review of the Hobbitses? I say we get to our review of the Hobbitses. All right. <laughs> I don't know how I did that with my mouth just now. I don't know. It's right. a good trick. Hold, Hold up. Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Scott. There's Dave. And hey, we Scott. have got, hey, Dave. I forget my camera's <laughs> mirrored, so I got to look the opposite <laughs> way. Right. Um, so, uh, <laughs> we have a animated treat from 1977, mm-hmm. the Rankin Bass production of The Hobbit. This is a classic. Yeah. This I do, is I just like a this. fucking I just classic. Like I have seen this countless times, uh, more times than I can even count. Um, uh-huh. And it always, it's always so enjoyable. Um, I yeah. remember growing up watching this. For those of you um, out mm-hmm. there who are listening, the Peter Jackson Hobbit movies were not the first. So just, no, no, just saying. No. Rankin Bass. 
the people who brought you uh year without a santa claus um uh frosty the snowman right they did the animation yeah i think they did do all of that snowman uh any any christmas show um rudolph the red-nosed reindeer any christmas movie or show television special that was out in the 70s rankin bass did probably yeah and this was one of those yeah this was one of those that would come on every year at a certain time Mm -hmm. or whatever it would always play and i remember as a kid watching it um yeah yeah and, and i like that in an hour and 17 minutes we have the hobbit Um, This is the Reader's Digest condensed version, of course, Mm -hmm. Um, but Peter Jackson made it into probably six plus hours of was not necessary. No, no, not (laughs) Um, at all. We were were talking about the whole story's here. Yeah, Yeah. they gloss over a lot of stuff, but yeah, you basically get the gist of what's going on. Yeah, I mean, and better. Yeah, and the thing being is it's it's animated. Um, it's going to appeal to a younger audience with a shorter attention span. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it had to be. It had to be snappy. It had to be quick. What I forgot was just how good the songs and the music, it just well, worked so this, well. All the songs were in the book. Yes. All those songs that, that, that are in yes. this movie, I, I think every one of them are in the actual book. And it's just, but in the book, there, there's no actual music, of course. It's just, right. you know, that he's singing or one of the elves or the dwarves or somebody's singing. So there's a lot of, um, a lot of lyrics in the book. What I don't like, and I forgot how bad it was, was the actual singing. The guy <laughs> who went and did this kind of thing with his voice. And he was, yes. la, la, la. it's like. He thought he was a bard. Yes, yes, please stop singing like that. Just sing yeah. the song. I don't even mind if you sing it like a blues man. Just don't just sing, sing it this song. Yeah. like that. Just don't do the uh, with your voice. I ooh. Yeah. way too Other much. Other than that, yeah. Maybe they got a goat to sing. It was Stevie Nicks. <laughs> hey, come on! I like Stevie Nicks. <laughs> Yeah, but now every time you hear her, you're going to hear. But the songs were good. Then every one of them pushed the story forward. I'm not yes. going. I'm not going off on a tangent. Damn it! Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> well, here's 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 one of the things you mentioned in in the Hobbit. They're in the book. I have not read the Hobbit. Um, I, I only read the, the I really do. The I Lord of the Rings. It. Um, and in that there was all the songs and all just on and yeah. on and on. oh look yeah. we're walking we're singing now I feel like clerks too but anyway <laughs> we're walking walking we're walking yeah. the only thing Jedi had were a bunch of Muppets <laughs> hey, we're, we're back on the one true t- trilogy here <laughs> yes, there you go there you go ah <sighs> I, yeah. I'm not even going to go off on, on Kevin Smith right now. He's got his own troubles. He's getting <laughs> tore, tore apart for He-Man right oh, now. Oh, really? Um, I thought people yeah. were liking it. No, well, I don't know. I, I, what I've been seeing is like a lot of fans that are actual fans of He-Man. Yeah. have followed it since its beginning till now. When it was like, a really poor commercial for toys. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that, that loved it or just yeah. looking at it like, oh, you emasculated another male hero. Thank you, Kevin Smith. Oh. 
I haven't watched it. I'm only going, and I had no intention of watching it, but now I yeah. want to watch it and see how badly he screwed it up. And maybe if he, he did. Screwed, if he screwed it up at all. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe there's just a whole lot of people who hate Kevin Smith. Well, there's, that's um, probably fair. Which which could could be. Um, I'm I sure he has his love, haters. <laughs> I personally love his first three movies. You know, the first three were freaking great. Clerks 2 was pretty good. I really like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, he had a couple stinkers in there. He's of course a, he did. Of he had a few stinkers in there that, you know, everybody likes to try and mess around with. But that's beside the point. He's 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 pretty good. Pretty good yeah. writer. Pretty good director. He's done some good comics. Uh, I good like running Daredevil going. and stuff. Yeah. And, and but there there's there's a the, the tie in here is you can't please everybody all the time. And there are people who go back and have not read the Hobbit book, but have seen Peter Jackson's 15 hour <clears throat> repart whatever travesty i'll call it what it is it's a travesty uh, i i'm something tells me he got a lot of notes from hollywood at that point and he just said okay i'll take all your notes and i'm putting all your notes in my movie there now you got that have a nice day or maybe not maybe he thought he was improving the hobbit i don't maybe know he why. just went so big but that's what when I was watching this last night, I was actually thinking of Peter Jackson's. And yeah, I was like, so was I. I, so I kind of want to watch the first one again, so mm -hmm. I can see the uh, damn the the town on the lake. The oh, oh, the lake town. It lake looks town. a lot like that. Yes, like in the movie, they 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 use that as the model. They had to. Yeah, it, it looked like that. And it's like you know, I love that scene when Smog is mm -hmm. in the in the Peter Jackson one attacking yeah, and everything. Yeah. And it's like that's what I was thinking when I was watching. Now, one of the things I love about this animation, and I also hate, I hate Bilbo's look. I really do. It drives me absolutely really? crazy. But bother me. I like it. But Smog is awesome. Smog looks really good, but he looks he looks like a cat. He <laughs> looks very Chinese dragon now. He looks like a very much a Chinese dragon. I <laughs> almost said, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. Chinese secret." Yeah, but <laughs> Chinese secret, huh? <laughs> yeah. um, but and I, that doesn't bother me. I like it. Yeah, but smog in the book is described very different. I, yes. I think he's described very much a a European, you know, green. Your, dragon. your other, I could be wrong, but I think he's a green dragon, not a red dragon. It's been a long time since I read yeah. the Hobbit. But I enjoy The Hobbit. The Hobbit was a very quick read, yep. made for a younger reader. He ended it never planning from what his biography said. He wasn't planning on writing any more books. He was actually approached. And that's when he started writing the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh. And now, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. I can't think of the name of it, but have you watched the biography of, of uh, Tolkien? There's a movie. Um, it chronicles not, his time during I've World heard War One. I. I know what you're talking about. I've heard of it. I haven't not seen it. I want to watch his, it now read, after watching this. Read the biography. I read his yeah. biography, which, which was very interesting, and and the way he went about writing the Hobbit, mm -hmm. and the way he wound up going about writing the other three oh. monstrous volumes of. They are. They Proto are monstrous. And, uh, but they're good. They're good. But, oh, um, I love them. I they, uh, I want to go back and reread re them eventually. But they are for anyone out there that hasn't read Tolkien. They're, they're hard. Tough to read. And that's um, one of the things I'll clarify on. I, I said it at one of the recent podcasts that I just really don't like Tolkien, and I only mean that is I don't right. like his writing. I love the universe he's created. I love right. the story. Right. I love the characters. All of that is great. It's just. Um, 
he was hard to read for me because it was, they are very tedious. Um, However, when you're done, you're like, wow, I accomplished something. I made it through this volume (laughs) story. You got it. And half of that is half of that is songs. And description. (laughs) Like he, um, he writes descriptions and you'll be, you'll be on five pages of him describing a sword or a ring or or something. And you're like, by the time you get through it, you're like, wow, that's a lot of description. And he never brings up the description again. It, it's, but he builds a world. He man, that it, universe. Yes. You could step into that universe and you would know where you were, who oh, you yeah. were dealing with, and what government agency you, you know had to right, go talk to. You know <laughs> you'd right know away. Exactly, yeah, you'd know exactly what was going on. But yeah, they're a tough read. I mean, if you're if you're not a, a like a devout reader, you know. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been probably 15 <laughs> years since I've read them. And I want to go back and reread them. But it's one of those deals where I know when I sit down to read them, I You're in for it. Yeah. The Hobbit, however, is a very thin book. I'm going to have to read The Hobbit. Very quick read. I think you would I think you would like that. there Because he cool. gives just enough description of what's going on, when it's going on. And he introduces Gollum. And, it, and you as the reader now know the universe you know you know what's yeah. going to happen with the ring when he made that ring i have no doubt in my mind it was just but this is kind of neat he's got a magic ring it makes him invisible but yeah. that's cool well oh boy, he took he it so far yeah who who saw that coming nobody that read that book the first time knew that was going to happen one ring. nobody um I took some notes. Hold on. I just okay. I keep moving around. Um, <laughs> the opening, one of the opening lines from uh, Bilbo is uh, when Gandalf's asking him, you're going to go on this adventure and do this and that. And he's like, no, I don't. I don't want to go on an adventure. Uh, adventures make one late for dinner. Yes. <laughs> and I was just laughing. I was like, oh, my God, that's exactly how I feel. Yes, Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. It's like, I, no, you you would just go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of humor. Uh, there's, yeah, a, yeah. you know, this. <laughs> he's like, he says something else later on. I just need a full pipe and a good meal, yeah. and I'm good and to go. And, up the hill in the rain. <laughs> yeah, and it's like when I, I, and this brings me all the way back to reading. Lord of the Rings, it, it, mm-hmm. the Hobbits, uh, was it Merry and Pippin or whatever, are always yeah. talking about food and yep. smoking a bowl of Hobbit weed or whatever. <laughs> so smoking like, a crack pipe of Hobbit. Yeah, crack. so it's it's like constant. Uh-oh. That's all they're talking about. It, 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 it's so endearing. It's it's cool because that's that's your everyman. That's that's us. That's you know. Hey, I'm, I just want have some. You food. Ever, have you ever seen a picture of Tolkien? No. He's a hobbit. He based he? He based his uh, with his, his big hairy his feet. Earthquake. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I don't know about big hairy feet, but his like the the colorful vests. He, he oh yeah, so he dressed like him and the other Oxford uh, professors oh. because they would wear these vests and their little shirts or jackets with the patches on the elbows and all that. But but it's very funny because I've seen him every time I ever seen a picture of him. He's got a pipe. Ah, a pipe. He's lighting a pipe. He's you know, and he's always got this. Even oh, in black yeah. and white, you can tell his vests are 
colorful. He's always well dressed. Yeah, there's yeah. a pipe in every picture. Yeah, see, <laughs> it's like he's a fucking hobbit. He is a hobbit. <laughs> He's a hobbit and very well dressed. Yeah, wow. The, very cool. the elfin language. He was a linguist. He was a. He was more than a linguist. He was. Actually, so did he create? Uh, did he create the languages? He, he. Yes, that's an actual. Elvish is an actual language he created. Thanks to him, like, <laughs> you could go learn Elvish, and you know you'd be so like Klingon party. Yeah, and Klingon. Well, I, I don't think he had anything to do with Klingon. Well, no, but I mean, in the Although same principle, I was it's a. Klingon, I'll be there. I am that geek. I was learning. Hey, why not? <laughs> Can't learn Spanish, don't know French, but fuck, I'll talk to a Klingon. And you never know. Might <laughs> <laughs> come in handy or start a war. I'm going to start Elvish. <laughs> I wonder if Duolingo has a Elvin. <laughs> Who knows? It might. It might. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's a real language. Elvish, the 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 characters. Yeah, the, I don't know if if it's the real language in um, in any font in any font that you could buy to type anything. But his like, I'm sure you could go find it and see the language wow. written down and see, the really language cool. spoken because that's what he did. He was he that was just really doing it for cool. fun, and he used that in the book. He would bring that into the book. And that's, you know, we can complain, or at least I will, about the level of detail that he would put on stuff. Uh, but it's that attention to detail. That's It's that yeah. level of detail that makes the whole world bigger. Um, you know, you're looking at something as a writer or a creator, and it's like, oh, I want to create this race, and we'll just have their dialogue. Mm -hmm. Taking it a step further and making it an entire language just brings everything right. to life. And it's something you just don't really right. see, but it's there. And that's really cool. Yeah, this guy. He uh, if you if you ever get a chance to find his biography, um, or even if I find it again, I'll I'll hand it off to you. I have so many books packed around and moved, and because <laughs> uh, it's a good, it is a well, it's a well done biography or autobiography. I'm not sure which which it is. Right. I think somebody else wrote it, so I think it's a biography. But it's very very well done. Like I I think he may have been interviewed by the writer once or twice and he just he didn't want to be interviewed he's just like i'm you know it's like in the 60s like or before he died you know sometime before he passed away somebody's talking to him he's like oh, those books are so old whatever <laughs> you know <laughs> to him that was the past you know yeah so and and now we have uh amazon pulling out the plug from his family that owns still own the rights to it they have absolutely zero talent that are going to destroy the universe Thank you, family with no talent. Who's? I know they're making a series, and I know they're, they're spending like more money that's ever been spent on a television show. Um, they're going to make it like Game of Thrones. They're going to show titties. They're going to have sex scenes and this and that. And it's like, no, no, that Tolkien would have said no to all no. of that. None of that's was, necessary. He was a very Christian guy. Number one. He would have never showed breasts. He would have not, you know, he may have hinted at a love scene or something, maybe that, you know, but never would have been like that. Not well, never. And yeah, I think you have to, at that point, you have to respect the creator. Well, yeah. And they're not going to, they're not going to respect the creator or his creation. So, so they've come out and it? said it's going to be our rate. That's what I, everything I've been reading, everything I've found on this. I hope that's nobody's, no true fans are happy about it. Let me put it that yeah. way. 
Yeah, I, I, I was I was excited to hear that they're going to pull from the universe, but I haven't read any further other than I saw it was going to cost a ton of money. I didn't see that they were going to do it Game of Thrones, and that is that's one of my problems uh, when that show came on. And you can, mm-hmm. any, it's not just HBO; it's Netflix. Any of them with Netflix with Orange yeah. is the New Black. How much how much can we put on TV before we get a triple X rating and get pulled? Right, and right. that's that's point, all I saw those days. It's just at some point, tell a good story and stop. Just stop. Just stop. Just tell a good story. And if you can't tell a good story, don't just don't. It's, it's, it's only there for one reason. Yeah. It's it to is. get viewers. That's and it. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that everything I've read is wrong. Cause I have, I, I have so. come across stuff like that before where I've read, read, read. Uh, and I've, then I've seen whatever everybody's talking about. And I'm like, I don't, all the complaints that you were having, I don't yeah. see one of them. So I'm hoping that all those are all BS and everybody's wrong. But my fear is from what I've seen from and Amazon, right. what I've seen from Netflix, what I've seen from all these other. Yeah, I, I don't think they're wrong. I don't think they're going to be too, or at least they're not going to be too far off the mark. Right. But for the Hobbit, for this Hobbit to be done back in 76 77, or 77. Yeah. Um, the character designs were fantastic. I know you don't like how Bilbo looked, but I, I just I don't, thought his great. face. I don't like. There's something about his eyes and, and the, the way the lines are. It's something so nitpicky yeah. that drove me absolutely crazy. Everybody else was fine. It was just Bilbo. I get it. see, and I had a big bigger problem <laughs> with the way the dwarfs looked than I did with the main character. I can see that because uh, a lot of the dwarfs looked very much alike. Yes, like, they did. Like stunningly, like wow! You, I can't tell one dwarf. You put a beard on this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this beard, this nose is the exact same as the other five dwarfs, and you know the eyes look the same. Oh, different yeah. color hair. Got it. I didn't notice so that until you mentioned it. I think they got real quick, like real tired, real quick <laughs> with designing the dwarfs. Like, uh, dwarfs are short and have beards. Let's go. Yeah. You know. Now, one of the designs that I love and have always loved um, and as a kid it kind of scared me were the goblins yeah those goblins oh my god they're goblins so goblins are great they are they so the great but it, yes it's, oh, it's weird. yeah it's weird <laughs> and it's great um they looked they looked awesome they sounded awesome they they oh. were a real threat um oh yeah they were so physically was, physically imposing i mean when yes. they walked into a room you knew those goblins were there you knew yeah. those orcs were there. And you know? that brings me to another point. I did not realize that these fuckers would have died on the first night if it wasn't for Gandalf saving their ass every uh-huh. time. Every time. <laughs> it's like that scene, that scene with the with the giant trolls. Yes. Yeah, that's in the book. There's a lot more detail in the book. Oh, I bet it's good. And <laughs> freaking tastic. It's so good. It's much better than the movie, the the live action movie that they that we yeah. were just talking about. In my opinion, the scene just reads so much better because you're just filling on all these little holes. And I think Peter Jackson had to try and fill all that in. Yeah. And I think your imagination when you read it just takes over. Well, like, it, imagination. You know, people will make this argument all the time, and this is perfect for this type of movie because we're dealing with a book. Um, book to screen right Uh, people make the argument all the time about hey the book is so much better of course it is your brain 
built a universe. Your brain painted the pictures. Mm-hmm. Your brain saw it. Now you're seeing somebody else's interpretation. Of course, it's not going to exactly. It's not going to fit. Right. It's just not. And movies are usually, unless you're talking about the Hobbit trilogy, mm-hmm. uh, are are trimmed down for um, speed and feel and to make a movie exciting they're edited in a way to mm-hmm. plow through it not right drag down unless you're doing a mini series they need to it needs to move so that's my yeah opinion. I would, no i would agree yeah that that's like the, the hobbit trilogy movie should have been at the very most two two movies yeah and that would have been really pushing it get rid of the love interest with the the fake elf that's not even in the book I mean, what, I'm telling you, dude, when you read this book, you're going to be like, this moves so much faster than the movie. Why did you put all that other crap in there? I don't oh, understand. Yeah. But um, be- because I money. Yeah, he was given a trilogy deal, three movie deal. Hell yeah. This is true. This is true. Yeah. I mean, I can't fault it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I don't fault him at all. Yeah. Other than storytelling in this particular case. Yeah. And then he it did was- such a great job on Lord of the Rings. And then I see this one, and I was kind of looking forward to it. But every every time they said three movies, I'm like, the fuck is he making three movies out of that book for? And then when they shot it in 48 frames a second, it was very distracting. It was like watching a television soap opera or yeah. a home video because the video, the it didn't look film. It didn't have that right. film appearance of 24 frames. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, hey, it's gorgeous. But this don't. I'm not watching a movie anymore. Yeah, it's, it was too. It t- took you out, took you yeah. out of it, which I is think. weird because yeah. hey, here's more realism, but it's taking you out because I think we're used to seeing the grain, the flicker. I think the, you need it. For me, I do. think you need it. I have a, I had a television set. I had have a television set that I had to turn all that shit down. Mm-hmm. Like I remember the first time I popped in Wizard of Oz. I had all, all the settings perfectly and that sucker popped and I was like holy cow that's beautiful you can see shit that I've never seen before and then I put in another movie I forgot what the heck the other movie was but I was like oh oh, oh I gotta turn all those down <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. turn all those freaking uh, well here's the thing a lot of there. new TVs and not to go way off our podcast but a lot uh-huh. of new TVs ship with the I forget what the feature is called but it's turned on and it smooths everything over and it's so distracting because it looks so right. so in your face I went to my parents house yeah. a few years ago and was like oh what's up with this movie something's wrong <laughs> and I, I went and turned all that off it's like ah oh, that's better because it was <laughs> yeah, just yeah it's yeah. a movie. It's not supposed to look like I'm looking out my window. I don't. That just exactly. No, I need to remember I don't want it's a movie. To come over and touch me on the new on the nose, you know. Exactly. Exactly. So it, it's those things. And so when he tried all that, but I, you know, back to the Hobbit. Great story. <laughs> back to the uh, Hobbit. Back to what we were originally talking. Back to about. the little tiny, tiny Hobbit holes. Not some dirty old hole. But, I like. Uh, There's a clean Hobbit hole. It's not yeah. a dank, dirty hole. It was a clean hole. It was a clean Don't say it. Don't say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. We will save the hobbit holes to old Sam and Frodo. The ranking, oh, the ranking is bad TV animation I like. It's a little yeah. choppy, but it was made for TV. So yeah. you're going to have chop. Um, it is choppy. It's and it's and it goes by very quick. It is an abridged mm-hmm. of a of a very quick story, as you're yeah. telling me already. Yeah. So but they, they got a lot in there. Orson Bean. Yes. Was the voice for Frodo or for a Bilbo? Bilbo. Now, Bilbo. I didn't get a chance to look, but is uh, he any relation to Sean Bean? 
you know what? I don't know. I don't think so. Because wouldn't that be something that both of them got to appear in the Tolkien? That, so. I would have to look that up. But uh, Orson Bean was around for years and years. He he just recently uh, died. He, I think yeah, he got was, hit by a car. Hit by he got a hit car. by a car. Um, John Huston. <laughs> yeah. Did Gandalf. Uh, and he was the narrator. And did you happen to catch the name? The name voiceover guy was Theodore, who did yeah. the voiceover for Gollum. Do you know who Brother Theodore is? No, I do, do not. not recall Brother Theodore. No. Brother Theodore was the little German guy outside the uh, subway <laughs> preaching in uh, the Subway Devil. Or what the hell was the name of the movie? Are you kidding me? No, no. the one who was like who, who was preaching like he was getting ready to referee a WWE match. Yeah, he and he was <laughs> also was, in a lot right. of episodes of uh, Barney Miller. Oh my God! And he was, you. Uh, I want to say Yugoslavian, but I'm not sure. I, I only did a little bit of research on. <laughs> he just went by when I saw the name Theodore, and then somebody said it was Brother Theodore. I was like, wait a minute, that's Brother Theodore is the guy that was in that movie. And oh my. And, God. Oh my my God, the devil! What the hell's the name of that bad, bad movie? I blocked the, the Devil's name of the Express. Movie. The Devil's, Devil's Express. Express. Yeah, he, he's that guy. He's the guy who was doing Gollum. Wow. Now this is um, not to take away from Andy Serkis, but this was a good representation of Gollum. Yeah, I think um, my guess is Andy Serkis based some of his not there just was, movements, but there was some vocal on, things. Yes, yeah, Gollum. Gollum. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> of course, that's described in the book as well. So, yeah. but hearing that, it's like, ooh, Andy might, I'm sure Andy looked at everything he could. So, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, 1977 animation. Um, and we talked about the goblin designs. I'm just going down my notes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I said that about the music always pushing the story forward. And it did. And it, it, was some, it was some good songs. And thank God we didn't get Leonard Nimoy's version of Bilbo Baggins. Anybody who gives Captain James T. Kirk a hard time for Tambourine Man has never heard Leonard Nimoy's version of Bilbo Baggins. Better or, yet. Was it Bilbo or was it the, the Hobbit? Bilbo. I don't know. Bilbo that, Baggins. Wow. Wow. Painful. The video is <laughs> even worse. The video makes it even worse. It does. It does. Because With he's the little the Hobbit. <laughs> Because doesn't he still have the Spock yes. haircut? Yes, he still has the like, Spock haircut. There's people, kind, tall people supposed to be hobbits, and they're jumping around, and it's just so, Bilbo. Man, I was, yeah, yeah thank God for small favors. <laughs> thank God for small favors. Do you, do you know the name of the company? God, I can't get that out of my head. <laughs> Sorry, and hopefully our listeners are now on YouTube looking up Leonard Nimoy and Bilbo Leonard Baggins. Leonard Nimoy and Bilbo Baggins. And while you're at it... Tambourine look Man. Up yeah, look up Tambourine Man. Um, hey, Mr. The Tambourine Man. <laughs> Mr. Tambourine Man! Mr. Tambourine Man! Uh, <laughs> that's so great! I it is I great! Actually, it's so great, though, and it's... <laughs> You're going to laugh your ass off. I actually have his CD. Oh. 
<laughs> oh, if I'd have had that when I got to meet him, I'd have had him sign that and ask him oh about it. Oh, my God. I tell <laughs> you like, what, oh if, my I ever, God. if I ever find out he's signing somewhere, I'm going to take that with me and see. Oh, God, yes. Because I still have the CD somewhere. It's like, oh, God. And he's, the funny thing is, there's a couple of songs where he does okay. Yeah. Like, if somebody would have just went in there and said, don't, don't sing this like Kirk, man. Just, you're doing okay. Just, just sing it. Because he liked to talk. He liked to talk stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I went up on a tangent. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, the animation company that did uh, Rankin Bass, uh, they were very busy. They did a lot of work in the 70s and 80s, but they went bankrupt in 1984 or 85 oh, uh guess what studio they became studio ghibli thank you ladies and gentlemen there's your bit of information for the okay. day as as i lift my jaw else. off the floor no shit no shit how Evidently, those guys, because if you look at the names that are going up, you see a lot of uh, American names and you see a lot of Japanese names. Yeah. I'm assuming, I, I can't find anything that actually goes through the history of it. I just found out that little snippet of information. Wow. I'm assuming that the animators and whoever was the president of the animation company for Topcraft or whoever went in and bought it. We're, yeah. we're just like, oh, we, you guys don't know how to run a company, but we do. And everything's here already. Yeah. We can just step in and, and take over a company. That's what I'm assuming happened. Probably a lot more intricate details than that, but that's what I'm assuming is something like that happened. You know, I keep slouching. The longer our show, <laughs> show goes on, the more I slouch. Well, that's a neat. That's a neat bit. But uh, yeah, that's, I that's actually that. really cool. Really cool. Really yeah. cool. Now, um, just before we get to the end. Uh, You've read the bi biography, so you probably know the answer to this. Um, this this book, The Hobbit, this uh -huh. show, it really felt like an allegory to something in someone's life, possibly. Well, yeah. If not, it is it still has quite a a lesson to it. It, it even goes as far as the title, what um, Bilbo is going to call his memoirs, there and yeah. back again. The Hobbit's Holiday. Right. It's an adventure. And it's like, here you have a normal, everyday Hobbit who just mm -hmm. wants to eat and wants to sleep and enjoy the beautiful Shire. Be a Hobbit. It would be awesome. Um, <laughs> I want to be a Hobbit. But you have that, and now he's thrust into these this great mm -hmm. heist movie, yeah. <laughs> basically. A big yeah. plot to steal. It's basically a heist, a heist story. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's, um, it's full. They, they, they face, they face death so much. Yeah. But there's such a, there's a friendship that develops. There's, this is going to sound corny, but this is wholesome. Yeah. That's, it's just yeah. a good story and it's a good, it's a feel good story. It's an adventure and it's something that, you know, it's basically, the lesson to be is uh, go on that adventure. Go on that Hobbit holiday. 
you know go go on your walkabout go 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 do it i think that's why i started running so much and i know right. it's a little thing and i know it's not not quite in comparison but i like to run i like to get out and run and i think part of it is because it it breaks up my normal monotony of a day you know what i mean um and i've started going over the years i've started going and just doing something that i would normally never do like just go out and do something I don't know. Like if you've never thought about going to a zoo, go to a zoo. Yeah. If you've never thought about going to a museum, go to a museum, a beach, hang out, go, you know, grab your buddy, go, go for a walk. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I, I like to do little silly jouts around town and just, you know, if, if me and the old lady just want to go do something, we go do something strange, different yeah. things that we never did. Go do before. something different. Um, yeah. Break and this, the this is like an allegory for that. Just go, yeah. just go out and do something. You don't have to go out with a bunch of dwarfs and steal a gold from a dragon, but make an adventure of it. Make an adventure of your life. You only go around once or maybe five times, depending on whether you believe in reincarnation or not. Exactly. But you still don't remember your past lives. <laughs> so it's only once, really. <laughs> Even if you're doing it 15 times. <laughs> but yeah, I like but if, I'm not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's what it felt like. And I, I just really enjoyed watching that. It's like, you know what? Thank you, Bilbo. You know, yeah. you're right. Yeah. It, it's, so. a, it's very interesting. It's, it's a, it, it's a good story. It's a solid story. And I never, I never thought of it as blatantly slap across the face as it is. I never thought of it as a heist story. Yeah, it's right I there. I never thought of it as a heist story at all. And that's that, that's what it is. He wrote a heist story back in 1936, yeah. 37, yeah. I think is when The Hobbit came out. And I uh, love a good heist story. Came out a few years <laughs> later and vice versa, you know, on and on. Yeah, and it's so freaking good. And now, now I enjoy it even more. Now I'm going to go back and read the book again. Yeah. Hey, because my, it, that's what it is. My first screenplay is a heist movie. So I love yeah. heist. Um, they're great fun. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, That's pretty cool. I never thought of it, but but you're right. That's exactly what it is. The only thing it, there's history to Bilbo that we don't know about, right? Okay, because they, you know, bur burglar baggins, and they mm -hmm. would never talked about Bilbo's past. But Bilbo <laughs> had no problem being called a burglar. So right. well, he didn't know what one was at first. I think it had to be explained to him. Oh, oh, okay. I, I thought, well, hell, he, he might have had some shady past. He and Gandalf uh, Robin Banks. His family <laughs> has a shady past. Okay. And I want to I could be wrong, but in the movie, uh, Gandalf goes over, like, the family's past. Okay. I want to say that's in the book, but it, like I said, it's been such a long time since I read right. the book. Maybe I'm just putting that, putting that in there in the in the book, you know, in my head. Uh, but I want to say there was some kind of discussion about his family's past because his family, like there's always been somebody who went off and did an adventure kind of thing. Right. If I remember correctly, that's why Frodo had to go out on that adventure. And then poor Frodo had, winds up having PTSD. Yeah. You know, for, for a, for a hobbit. Wow. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I can see that, though. I mean, well, absolutely. His buddy went through. Yeah. 
yeah. take me out. So I'm going with you. <laughs> now, what I did find funny is one of the biggest arguments in the Lord of the Rings is why didn't the eagles carry them to Mordor? Mm-hmm. Here, the eagles swooped in and saved them <laughs> and flew them a great distance. Yep. We will never know why the eagles did not take Frodo and Sam to Mordor and Mount Doom, but here you go. <laughs> that That's the funny thing, because I don't think he even brings it up in the books. I think they come in at the last second in the books, too, and, and save yeah. them. And it's like... And I think that's always been, I think, a question like, why the fuck did the Eagles just come and get it? But, but I think there is a point in the book somewhere where the Eagles say, we're not getting involved in the wars of man anymore. We're just leaving. And I think that's what happens. I, I think uh, that was his out. I could be wrong. <laughs> Again, I may be making something up in my head yeah, that I think be. I read, but I didn't really read it. But <laughs> you got to have an out, man. You got to at know. least have the Eagle in the movie tell you, fuck it's, off. We ain't coming back. Yeah. Yeah, it was a it's little like, Deus Ex movement moment there. It, it would have been like a two minute drop, you know. Okay, we're over the drop it. Yeah, movie's over. <laughs> yeah, we're gone. Let's go. Yeah, that was quick. <laughs> so, final thoughts on Rankin Bass, nineteen seventy seven Hobbit. It had been such a long time since I watched this movie, and I, I had mixed emotions about turning it on because I was like, oh, oh my god, I know there's a lot of singing. And I don't remember liking a lot of the songs in The Hobbit. I know that in Return of the King, where there's a whip, yeah. there's a whip, is in there. And I always like that song. But I don't remember like thinking they were okay. This time I'm like watching it. I'm looking at it from a story perspective, pushing the story forward. I thoroughly enjoy them. Um, and they are all in the book. They are actually part of the story. Yeah. So when they the songs come up, they're pushing the story forward. You don't feel like they're hindering anything. Yeah. Because they really did, I'm sure, have a limited budget on animation. So they had to tell a lot more than show. Right. And they did. They did tell a whole lot in this rather than to. show it. But they did it with the music. And the only right. thing that bothers me about the music is the guy's voice. That's it. What's Other wrong than that. With his voice, David? I'm gonna <laughs> sing the song about Frodo, and he's not even been born yet. Um, I imagine Frodo must have been born, right? I mean, maybe not, because hobbits are old. Frodo had to be in his 60s or 70s when he went on his walk. Yeah, out. and then Bilbo yeah, was probably about the same age. I think Bilbo or Gandalf mentioned putting the ring in a case on his mantle for a future family member or something. There's yeah. even a, it's like I don't think that's said, said in the book. I think that's probably just not. That's just a nod here. Yeah. yeah, but it's uh it's pretty cool. Like when if you don't know if nobody's ever seen these movies or knew nothing about it, and they were like, oh, that's that's weird, but okay. And then all of a sudden you go and watch the next movie we're gonna watch together is right. uh is Lord of the Rings, the animated version from the uh, early eighties, yeah, late seventies. These came 80? out fairly close together. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, probably 78 then, 77, 78. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be really interesting to watch. That's going to be absolutely to, to sit down. It's been a long time since I watched that one, too. Same, Look. same. It had been a while, but once I started watching, I knew the songs, I knew everything was going on, right. everything looked right. familiar. And it's like, this is awesome. This just took me back to my childhood. So, if any of you listeners had ever watched this as a kid go back yeah. and watch it now it, it still holds yeah. up really well it's uh those backgrounds 
Yeah. Very well done. Very, yeah. great, good animation. Um, it's just. Good story. It's a great story. It really is. Um, so highly recommend. Watch highly. this. Yes. Absolutely. If you can get so, past the person's voice singing. Yeah. Other than that, that's the only thing that drives me nuts about this. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's the only thing that drives me crazy about this movie. <laughs> but other than that, the, the all the all the music works, all the stories work, yeah, all the it does. All the animation works really well. They they did a good job. It's good for the family. If you got little kids, grandkids, yeah. you can sit there it's, and watch it with them and not worry about them seeing anything that's not needs to be seen or heard. You know, I know I swear a lot on this little thing that we got going on here. You don't have to worry about any of that kind of language. No. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's very good, very wholesome. Yeah, it is. It, it's it's one of those that any, anybody can watch. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said, the goblins scared me as a kid. They still freak me out. Yeah, uh, they're kind of creepy. They're, they're, they're the great they're design. Great design. I love the goblins. I got to get me a goblin t-shirt. Uh, so <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be a nice design, go. man. It would. It would absolutely. <laughs> so be sure to join us next time for Lord of the Rings. Till then. Peace out.